What does the future of customer engagements look like? Customers today, more than ever, expect sales-ready experiences. They form a perception of your brand before even interacting in person. So in such a world, how do brands differentiate themselves and tell their story? How do they create an interactive digital and virtual experience that is simultaneously relatable to their customers? Well, to answer these questions, I'm joined by the dynamic Anna Maria Wanda. Anna Maria is SAP's global business technology platform digital experience hub lead. Originally from Romania, she is now based in Switzerland and joined the SAP family in 2020. With an educational background in law, she has a broad experience in sales and digital transformation. In her role as a digital hub lead, she is responsible for global and regional initiatives focused on creation and consumption of new digital assets for more engaging and impactful customer interactions. In addition to her digital hub lead role, Anna Maria is a founder and a startup mentor. As always, my name is Akshi Mola and you're listening to SAP Experts Podcast. Welcome, Anna Maria, to the SAP Experts Podcast. Now, in today's episode, we will be talking about the future of customer engagements, how brands tell their story, and how they connect with their customers. But most importantly, how customers want to be interacted with. But before we dive in, let us talk about who is Anna Maria. Now, Anna Maria, I just introduced you but I'm sure the audience would love to get to know you beyond your usual bio and resume. So tell us, what makes you run? Hi, Akshi, and thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to join you and talk more about the future of customer engagement. You know, I really love stories, so let me start with one. When I was just about 15 years old, I attended a course on emotional intelligence. At the end of the six months of weekly classes on the topic, I was so fascinated by the impact the trainer managed to have on each participant that I went up to him and told him, hey, Vlad, I want to be a trainer. I want to have an impact on people's lives. And so I did. I became a trainer and trainer of trainers with a focus on leadership and professional skills. So my very first job was actually as a leadership trainer. And since I got my own, I had to get my own customers also to lead this training. Uh, you can also say I was a salesperson. So I started my journey as a salesperson and leadership trainer. Ever since I was just a young girl, I value high quality service and I care about supporting people. The way I could impact people's lives so far has come in so many different forms along my career, but there is one aspect that always connected everything. I always trusted each individual has a hidden strength, a superpower, as I love to call it. And there is only one way you can get to find your special strength, through self-awareness. If you will, in one sentence, I can define Anna Maria as the innovative driven entrepreneur on a mission to support people connect with their superpower so we can together make the world run better. Together make the world run better. I couldn't have said it better myself. So with that, let us talk about how to better understand the changing customer preference. How will we help them run better if you don't even understand how they interact with brands, including our own? 
and what results in this evolving customer journey map because of the changing uh, customer preferences. So let me uh, start by saying this. Uh, Anna Marie, as you know, customers nowadays are A, more motivated to do their own research before they interact with the brand, and B, and more importantly, with the plethora of information that's already available to customers right on their fingertips, they're able to begin weighing in their options even better, much, much earlier. So what are your observations around this changing landscape and where does digital content fit into this equation? As the global digital hub lead for business technology platform, this topic is something I look into every day. And in an era defined by ever-increasing pace on all fronts, Delivering fast and at a high quality is no longer the key. Those standards are just must. Um, just like being a sustainable company is no longer a differentiator, but an implicit expectation from customers. When we talk about any company that makes business for a cause and not only for the profit. So being visionary is what differentiates the market leaders and the fast growing ventures from those who have a strong business case, but don't manage to evolve beyond that. And as digital is everywhere, is it also becomes the primary way of engaging with current and potential customers. Because customers no longer expect to just have their problems solved fast and if possible for a good deal. When they choose who they work with, customers want to be able to trust the relationship um, built with their provider. That trust comes from sharing common values and aiming for the same supreme goal, even if in different manners and through different channels. They are all looking for someone who can anticipate their needs. All of this, of course, is extremely difficult to achieve, especially in an overcrowded digital sphere. And this is exactly why those companies that can keep on being visionary will succeed. People buy on emotions and visions. They want to feel that they are part of creating the future together with you as a company. At SAP, we also needed to make a change in our business model. For us, this change means not only a strong focus on cloud technology, but also being um, invested in getting our employees up to speed and learning how to be cloud native in the daily business. Innovation lies at the heart of SAP, in its DNA even. And we humbly perpetuate this culture with every generation since our foundation. Cloud is also about selling in new ways. We listened carefully to our customers, we analyzed the market, and we came up with multiple solutions that suit every taste. Nowadays, our customers have the possibility of starting their SAP journey whenever they want and from wherever they want. Um, we offer the possibility to do a free trial or a free tier. And just let me give you a bit more details on this because I'm not sure if everybody knows the difference. The, the free trial account has been around for many years, so I think many customers are familiar with that. And such um, an account allows anyone to try out SAP BDP for free with a restricted use of the platform, uh, resources, and services. And you just need an email ID to register um, for an account. As of July 2021, it's actually possible to go for a free tier, which enables customers to try out SAP BDP services with an easy path to productive use. All the work 
within the free tier can be maintained when updating to a productive service plan, mm. which is an amazing gain of, of time. In addition, at SAP, we have what we call the Discovery Center. Um, on the Discovery Center webpage, you can embark on a mission and test at your own pace. You can implement your use cases on SAP DDT with step-by-step -step guidance and a well-established support from subject experts and the SAP community. You can look at the missions as the accelerators of time to value. Wow. You know, you said this uh, term that really made my ears perk up. You said that for customers, this has become an implicit expectation. Beautifully put that. Because <laughs> what I really wanted to explore with you, speaking of that implicit expectation when it comes to a certain experience, another term I hear in a similar vein is the concept of a sales-ready web presence. Mm -hmm. You know, you're in there, you don't even realize it. Oh, you're in the middle of a demo, but you don't realize that you're in the middle of a demo. And you mm -hmm. already are getting kind of a taste of what it would be like to use that product or service. And you're already imagining yourself. You're already in the kind of driver's seat and you don't even yet know. So what does that look like from a customer's perspective as well as a brand's perspective? If we look at the sales process in the ideal world, there we distinguish eight different phases that all have to be sales ready. And Let's make a deeper dive into what exactly that means. Um, I would like to focus for a bit on the first phase, which is the attention phase. And this is probably the most critical one, as you have just about five seconds, maybe, to make your potential customer be interested in you or not. So this initial period when you need, as a brand, to gain your prospect's interest by showing them how they will benefit from working with you is nowadays a very complex one as it mostly starts with the digital customer journey. What does a strong customer experience require, you may ask? So you need to have a strong CEO. I think it starts there. People, customers need to find you. You need to choose your words with much care. Once on the homepage, uh, the potential customer has to feel just like at home, which translates to easy navigation and finding re the relevant information in a minimal number of clicks. Less is for sure more in such a context. And being able to anticipate your customer needs and to even allow them to start a personalized journey is really essential nowadays. At SAP, we strive to offer a five-star experience to all our customers. It is part of our culture and for sure also why we work equally with very well-known large enterprises, mid-market companies, and even startups at the beginning of their life. On our webpage, next to the details about the solution, you will find use cases to make everything real and concrete. You can check customer references. You can even watch demos and go deep into the architecture details depending on your needs as a customer. You even have the possibility to jump into the shoes of your preferred persona and go through an interactive value journey to better understand the business impact brought by SAP solutions. All at your own pace from the comfort of your office, home office, or at a cold distance connected with a specialist always ready to assist you. We want our customers to be informed through the way of their choice so they can have a good understanding of what SAP can help with, how we at SAP working with 90% of Fortune 500 companies can help 
and why SAP can actually bring the added value they are seeking for their brand. Time is extremely valuable and deciding early on which company you want to associate your name with is an integral and crucial part of the process. Customers have the freedom to decide just after a few clicks if they want to become part of SAP's mission to make the word run better or not. Wonderful. So I'm trying to digest all the good stuff that you gave me. And, you know, the cliche often goes that, oh, yeah, sales-ready web presence, you need a good SEO, search engine optimization, and you did touch upon that. But what really blew my mind, uh, Anna Maria, was when you said the homepage feeling like a home. And, you know, yeah, it's in the, it's in the term, homepage. But we often mm-hmm. say see that as a central spot. But for it to be relatable to the customer, for them to be able to see themselves, their needs, their challenges, and their goals, and their desired state to be reflected back at them, that is so crucial and followed by a personalized journey. So thank you so much for so succinctly putting it together. Now, I want to take a step further. We talk about, it's all the rage, the digital experience, the virtual experience. And a lot of times people use these terms interchangeably, but you know this, I know this, they're not the same. So enlighten us today on how these two engagement types are different. Indeed, thank you so much for bringing this up because there is a difference. and. I'm happy that we have this space to, to bring more clarity. These two terms have become increasingly popular in the recent years, yet at times with some confusion around them. As you've rightly stated, there is in fact a big difference between these two terms that doesn't allow them to be interchangeably. We currently live in a digital era where computers have allowed the digitization and digitalization of information and processes. Digital assets, therefore, constitute the basis for virtual work, where real-world experiences are replaced by an immersion into a fully digitized environment. And so far, Anna Maria, we have been speaking about content, making content uh, and the experience sales-ready. Basically, making it something that would occur during the awareness phase. We went over that, off a customer's journey map. But I know the scope really does go far beyond that, right? So what role do digital and virtual, both different things, play together in pre as well as post-sales activities? Nowadays, we simply cannot imagine customer interaction without the digital and virtual elements attached to it. It is what actually allows us to offer the wide globe service to all our customers and in all their terms. Thanks to our digital tools and platforms, we can nowadays engage very fast with our customers and customize the interaction based on their needs. Personalization is a big part of how SAP interacts with its customers. And let me explain this for you with with another story. Um, See, in my free time, I love to play tennis. And I remember a couple of months ago, I was looking to get a new tennis racket. I was navigating on a tennis shop's webpage. And at one point, a pop-up came and asked me a couple of questions about my tennis style, the level I have, and also I could provide my phone number. The next minute, I received a personalized video showcasing one of the company's employees presenting me tennis rackets corresponding to my needs based on the previous provided information. And this led me to have a call with a sales rep for a more in-depth consultation which then allowed me to find exactly what I was looking for. I added it to my basket, paid it, and had the record delivered in a couple of days. You may think that's it. 
But no, there was even more. After I received my record, um, I received also a, a video on my WhatsApp mm. from a number I didn't know. So I checked it and I saw it was actually addressing me. It was actually saying, hi, Anna, thank you for trusting our brand, buying from us. Uh, I think his name was John. Um, he was saying I, that he wants to see, you know, how happy I am with a product. Right. And that was so impressive. I was really surprised, pleasantly surprised, because it was the very first time a company would approach me that way. The person just took two minutes of his time to talk to me, really, to me, Anna Maria, and check how I feel, how I enjoy the product, how was the service. For them, it was about doing a job with passion that truly and truly believing that if I play tennis, I will be in a better mood to help the world run better. And at the same time, a perfect opportunity to upsell. One-to-one digital interaction to a very personal video tailored to my own needs. And all done with a minimum effort from their side. I talked about them to all my friends. So actually, I I know they have some new customers now. um, Because, you know, this becomes so personal. And I want to buy more from them. I will for sure go back to, you know, find new strengths for my racket next time. And it's all about offering an all-inclusive service tailored to your customer's needs. And that doesn't necessarily mean you need to invest a lot of time or money to do so. Thanks to our digital tools and platforms. Wow. Wow. You know, when you were going through all of uh, explaining all that, I was thinking of my own experiences when something is so tailored to your experience and what your needs are and what a difference that makes in your buying decision and how likely are you to, first of all, return as a customer yourself, but also to be a promoter of that brand, right? That's why we have these exactly. NPS stores to really share and spread the word because my own experience with Fitbit was similar to that because my husband and I both, uh, the new year came, you know, new year, we all want to get fit mm-hmm. in the new year, as the cliche goes. And both of us wanted our own Fitbits to really, you know, get our steps in and uh, really mm-hmm. monitor our workout because we both did the same workout. But how much am I burning versus how much is he burning? But the interesting part was that even though we do similar kinds of workout, uh, Fitbit really took into account what our individual needs were. For example, for me, mindfulness is very, very important. For him, his sleep score was very important. And we were shown like which products would fit our needs and what kind of programs could we add. And we get a weekly score on that. So again, it keeps us coming back Mm -hmm. and it makes us this uh, promoter. So with that said, 